Ask the Podcast Coach for May 4th, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I am, he said, looking for the fun-filled button, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there is the one and only from the average guy.tv. You know him, you love him. Don't be fooled by cheap imitations. It's Jim Collison. How's it going, Jim? Greetings, Dave. Happy uh, Star Wars Day to you, May the 4th. Oh, and, uh, yeah. I'm always good for a good nerd reference. And so, uh, happy Star Wars Day to you. Hopefully, got a new movie coming out. Speaking of, like, we talked about Marvel last week, uh, man, the Star Wars franchise and, and Disney. They got a ton of stuff going on, and they have certainly learned. Dave, you could probably do something on school podcasting, like everything Disney has learned from from buying a franchise like that, because they kind of run it into the ground. Yeah, it's. Uh, I finally went and saw. I won't do any spoilers. Uh, I'm not a big superhero person, but I finally went and saw Avengers just to yeah, just Dave. to see how long I can go without peeing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a super long movie. Yeah, it was a, yeah. a very long movie. And then I waited at the end for, you know, they always have like a little clip at the end. And there is no clip, but there is something there I've been told. And I went back. Yeah. You have to Google it. And that's when you go. Is um, it worth staying for, though? I heard it's not worth staying for. No, it's the not. End thing. No, when I finally I went to Google and if you just Google, um, you know, Avengers Endgame Easter eggs, number one, they're going to. There's like a 15 minute video on YouTube how they showed because he well, see I can't say but there's things yeah, where yeah, don't, they don't tied matter. everything together and yeah we're, we're not here to talk about uh, we're gonna go see it Sunday I, I think um I but I think when we think about podcasting and I say I think about a lot but um both the way Marvel has built their empire over the last 15 or 20 years and the way Disney has taken an empire mm. and kind of kind of broke it. I mean, they, that, that has not been, I mean, Star Wars was a cash cow. It just did its thing and Disney has taken it and yeah, you know, they're still not completely done, but they've kind of broken the franchise. And I think, you know, I, as podcasters, we have to kind of think a little bit about it is important. We're going to do our thing. Yes. Will that break your podcast? It could. You know, if you're if you're listening to your audience and your audience is saying one thing and you're like, well, screw you. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. Again, you can do that. And Disney has kind of done that with Star Wars and the public has kind of went. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and so uh, really, really interesting. It is that balance. We always say all the time, you can do whatever you want. But then when you're looking for listeners, like, can you, you know, yeah. yeah. That's a, I would like to see a movie on the making of these 12 movies. Cause if you think about it, there's a lot of stuff oh my God. that ties into this and that. And there's some stuff at the very end of the movie. Again, no spoilers, but it's cool how they tie some stuff into this. And, and this guy said this, yeah. the thing. And you're like going and you're like, now, did they know that when they did movie one, that in movie 12, we're going to have that dude repeat that same line. I'm like, so that's uh, there's that, I just thought that was interesting from a how they tied it all together. If they just had a if they just got lucky, like halfway through, like movie six, they're like, hey, we could do this. I think they did. I actually I think they had a plan. And I think there's a big place for podcasts to do that, to yeah. do long series, not just episodic. You know, you and I are very episodic. 
yeah. in what we do, kind of what's current, what's happening that isn't tied together. I think there is a place, well, maybe startup or maybe, um, uh, what's the name of the cereal? Sorry. I, I can't believe I, that has left my conscious for a few minutes, but <laughs> maybe there is. And even those aren't necessarily planned out stories like you would see in a, you know, the, the thing, the reason we all want to go see Endgame is because we want to, this thing is going to wrap it up and it's That's a it. story, right? It's a story. And I, I, I don't know, I'm sure there are, but I don't know many podcasters that are doing that where you have this kind of planned out multi, you know, multi episode. Takes I don't a, hear that very often. Takes yeah. a lot of planning. I mean, I came the closest I've ever done that where I just did like two episodes on kind of planning and getting focused. And usually I don't do themes. My worry about a theme is what if you start a theme on, I don't know, microphones and you get into episode two of a six part series and you see your numbers go. I'm like, Oh, I got four more episodes and I'm losing my audience. Like, I'm like, that's not a good thing. So I, that's my, do you watch it that close where you would know within a week? The only time I look at my stats is when I upload a new episode. So yeah, when I look every week, yeah. So I look at it and go, is it up or down the same? Eh, about the same. Okay, good. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I had one episode a while back that I almost wonder if something went, Oh, that was the one I was playing with chartable and I'm going to blame chartable because all the, I mean, my numbers dropped significantly and I was like, Hmm, that's what I ended like, and that's enough of that redirect. So that's, um, that's the the new feature I'm starting to see that I'm like, everything old is new again. Um, there's a new, this is going to be the new anchor. You ready? Uh-oh. Uh, I think it's Red Circle. It's a free media host. GetRedCircle.com. And what's weird is they really, it's written by a bunch of guys that used to write code for Uber. So, you know, they know podcasting inside and out. And uh, what I love about it is you sign up. It's free. Their big whoop-de-doo is you can swap promos with somebody. Oh, no. And I'm like, how very 2006 of you. Here's my question. And the the big whoop-de-doo is let's say I have 500 downloads and Jim has 1,000. Well, Jim can say, yes, I will swap promos with you. And it will be on one of his episodes. It'll be on two of mine, if I understand this correctly. And I saw we're chartable. Has this now? Apparently, chartable. I used to kind of go. I don't get them because they don't have a business model now. They now they're charging people for stuff. So at least they're charging people for. So they're going to be around. But I guess my whole thing is, I just heard James Cridlin talk about a comedy show called I think it's the the Rule of Three, and it's a bunch of comedians because that's a thing in comedy. You, it's like the blah blah blah, the blah blah blah, and the blah blah blah, and then people laugh. And he said, it's really funny. It's it's comedians picking apart why things are funny. And I was like, okay, I like James. He's a good guy. I might actually listen to that because James said it was funny. If James had put that as a promo at the beginning of his show, I don't think I would, unless they did a really good job of explaining what the podcast is, I'm not sure I would have jumped over to, to listen to it. So I'm not sure how this is one of those features where we're all going to go, oh, I've been waiting for this. I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts on promo swaps? Yeah, no, it's definitely what's old is new. I, I do think, well, isn't being a guest on someone's show just a form of promo swapping in a lot yeah. of ways? 
And, and I think we recommend that. I mean, I think that's a good way to grow your audience yeah. um, is to be on other shows. I, yes and no, to be honest. I don't, I don't know if it has that much of an impact. It does have some, but you have to be a great guest. Yeah. I don't know if it would, I don't know if it would hurt. No. Well, unless you really screw it up. Yeah. Right? Unless somebody gives you a really bad promo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you do a really bad job of your right. own promo on that. Right. Those, I think both of those can work. Um, promo swapping can't, I think in the right community setting, I think if it's a cold call, like if you're just doing promo swapping and like, you know, say I have, say my community, say my, my community knows you, Dave, because of me. So if you were on my show and we did a little promo swap that way, that would probably work because they've heard me talk about you before. Or if it's just a cold, like this guest shows up and you're doing some stuff and you're like, Oh, you should do this. I'll be honest. When you have a new, um, sponsor on the school of podcasting, mm-hmm. I just, I just do, 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 I forward through it. Right. I'm like, yeah, not, I'm not really that interested. I'm not really that interested in that. Cause I don't know them, but when it's somebody interesting or somebody we know, or it's from the community, I think I'm more apt to listen. So I think you have to be careful. It's, it's not wrong to do it, but I think you're getting better max out of it. If you, the, if your audience knows who they are. Yeah. I still own the domain name podcast promo swap. And I had a, I took a dating, well, not a dating. It was a, uh, a theme for like a directory kind of thing where you could, you know, have, you could have, here's a bunch of history promos. Here's a bunch of sports promos. And the idea was you then contacted each other and said, do you want to swap promos? And it just, I built it about the time promo swapping went and it was the, and I think part of it now is, I mean, back, back in the day, uh, 2005, 2000, nobody asked about numbers. We didn't care. It was just like, we want to like, you're my buddy and friend. I'd be happy yeah. to play your promo. And now it's like, well, how many downloads do you have? I don't know how many do it. Like, uh, it's got to be fair. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know how much of that is involved in it, but that's built into the technology. And here's a question. If it's not April Fool's Day, would you actually run somebody else's show on your feed if they put you and you both get to pick your episode? So you, you know, I'm going to pick an episode of your show. You're going to pick an episode of my show and we're going to throw it down yeah. each other's feeds. Yeah. That's a good idea. Would actually. you do that? I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would see, if it was appropriate. See, somebody asked me and I was like, mm, man, that's, that's my well, baby. Like, you got to be careful with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, if it's just coming out of the blue, like if I took a episode of school of podcasting and I threw it down the home gadget geeks, um, uh, feed, my, my listeners would be like, Pretty freaking crazy. Right. You know, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. So, uh, Jim, you said you were having fun uh, submitting a show to Apple this week. Oh, yeah. So, for those of you who have been trying to submit podcasts, we don't exactly know how long. I think it was been three or four days, but the, the podcast connects, connect, which is now redirecting to iTunes Connect. Wait, is that uh, vice versa? Or maybe it's the other way around. No, no, because it's always to, been Podcast Connect. Yes. Yeah. When I go to Podcast Connect now to submit it, I resubmit it re authenticates me over to iTunes Connect now. And they're, I have a feeling they're building out that infrastructure. It's got the developer piece in it now. It's got some, it's got some music stuff in it, which is really kind of interesting. Okay. To say the least, it failed. Like I could not get logged in. I would go to iTunes. I so I go to Podcast Connect. It would send me over to iTunes Connect. I would sign in again and it would just loop endlessly oh. loop through. I know the answer. Oh, okay. Go ahead. The answer is you need to go into iTunes on the desktop, go into your account and make sure you have a credit card. 
Yes. So I did that and but the system was still broken. Wow. So okay. yeah, iTunes was down. Let's just let's just put it that way. No trickery. I did everything in the book. Well, so first I called Apple support. One, I'm not a huge believer in actually thinking that the support for these kinds of companies like Facebook or Google or Amazon, maybe Amazon's a little bit different. Or Apple. But you actually called like I on called, a phone yes. Apple support? I did. I did. Wow. <laughs> I did from my iPhone with earbuds. It was awesome. And I stayed on the line with this with this gal first for like an hour at work. And then I'm like, hey. And you could tell she was reading through her scripts and trying to figure some of that stuff out. And I'm like, hey, like I can see in the URL where it's failing. Can you copy and paste that to an engineer? Like they'll know yeah. what to do with this. Like they they wouldn't do it. So I'm like, I gotta get home. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. I'll call back. So I called back in, gave them my support and the ticket number. They kind of helped me through. Another hour, nothing. Could not get them to to get it to escalate it to the mm. right person. So I'm like, well, the, and so the support guy says to me, I'm like, hey, it's all over Twitter. Like this is, you have people complaining on Twitter about this right now. This very exact same problem. It's on Twitter. And they, the support guy says, well, if it's on Twitter, we probably know about it. I was like, I don't, I don't know if that's the right support answer from, from you. Like, that's not a, well, just, we know about it. Wait and see. Like, and, but that's what he said. Like, we know about it. Wait and see. It's getting kind of late. And I'm like, okay, I tell you what, I'm just going to let this go overnight. Maybe in the morning it'll be fixed in the morning. Still not fixed. And I think this is probably Friday morning, maybe. So just yesterday morning. And I, um, so I ping and I'm not a big fan of this, but I just, hammer Apple support on Twitter, <laughs> like at Apple support, by the way, they respond to everything. So if you're having a, tr- if you're having trouble with Apple at Apple support, right? So they like, Oh, we really want to help you make sure you're calling in here. Well, after an hour, we find, I finally got, and I knew this email address because Daniel's given it to us before right. podcast at Apple support.com or something. I What's think it's the- podcast plural because they love yeah. the rest is podcast. Right. Support. So you end up with double S's in the middle at apple.com. I'm pretty at sure. Apple.com. Yeah. yeah. So, so I email them <laughs> crickets. Like I don't, wow. I get a, an automated response back, but I don't get anything back uh, uh, for that. Well, in the afternoon, eventually I get a notification that the show, um, oh, that the site is up and that, and I could submit. So I think that was Thursday morning. So the, I submit the show on Friday morning and I just wait. By the way, Friday afternoon, I get contacted from support from the email I sent on Thursday saying, nice. oh, we, <laughs> we recognized, you know, you're having a problem, whatever. So push comes to shove. I did get the show submitted Friday, early, early, uh, early, early Friday morning, I think, maybe Thursday morning. Yeah, I may have my dates mixed up on this, but and it uh, got approved, closed the business Friday. So it was it was in wow. and done. But. It was a long process. So if you've been trying to submit or you know people have been trying to submit podcasts, it's been a very frustrating experience because you could never get logged in to do it um, to get it done. And it's working again. So you can submit your podcast. So they're out there and in. Yeah. You will be surprised at times how I've seen people send their feed to Apple support. They will email a Libsyn customer goes, your feed is invalid and they're running it through feedvalidator.org, which a, I don't think works right now. It hasn't for about a month and B doesn't recognize the iTunes tags and marks everything invalid. And I'm like, wait, that can, and you can see this came from Apple support. Now it doesn't happen a lot, but, and the other one that you have to be careful of is Squarespace. 
loves their website stuff. But man, when you when your feed is invalid, have fun getting Squarespace to fix your feed because they're like, a what? The the who? It's it's so yeah. But I'm glad yeah. say, that's it's interesting. Well, it's working again. So if you go to podcastconnect.com, I think that will redirect you now. Let's here. Let's just do this live podcasts. And coming up in just a second, Michael Ray will be joining. Oh, nice. Podcastconnect.apple.com uh, would be the yeah. So that's the that's the old one, and it redirects you to iTunesConnect.apple.com. That's so weird. So Login. Yeah. As much as they're trying to kill the iTunes thing, I know. And you get you get the big um, the big pink screen. Get to, oh yeah uh, yeah, and then in. you have to do. Yeah. It. I wish I could figure out how to turn off double authentication. That drives me nuts. <laughs> Two factor. No, you don't want to turn that off, Dave. That's actually a really good thing to have yeah. uh, on there. Let's see. And then it's it, when I yeah, it's working again, which is really really good. All my shows are out there. Um, by the way, if you do, maybe you've signed up for a show. Michael will have you here in just a second. If you sign up for a show on Apple and it, you, you changed your ID or somebody else signed it up for you or whatever, yeah. you can go through that email address, that support email address, and get it changed. They'll do some things to yeah. validate that it's yours, but you can get that done. Yeah. So, All but right. um, speaking of the one and only Michael Ray in the St. Louis t shirt today, how's it going, buddy? We need an Omaha needs a pro team, Michael, so you can support <laughs> yeah. them. Well, I'm actually in Texas right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. There you go. Good. What's cool. ha- What's happening, man? Well, I had a question. I had a friend of mine that does like an online radio type thing. And so he is wanting to bring in, because uh, uh, I heard you talking about the promo stuff. He was wanting to bring in um, a show host for the show. And so their, their main uh, deal is their libertarian talk. Okay. Conservative libertarian talk. So, each guest, uh, each each podcast host is going to be their own branding within the branding. So I guess my question is, you got one branding of the main branding, let's say like Chevrolet, then you got like um, Impala, uh, Monte Carlo, and all these different other ones down models, here. basically models. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do they? How do they? I mean, they have a consistent message of being libertarian conservative. But so each one of them has to have their own little tagline thing or something. So how do they, um, I guess what they're running into is they're trying to figure out how to grow their audience, right? So being conservative type thing, when they get on Facebook, Facebook kind of shadow bans them or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, they, so they went and got their own feed through Vivio. So they, they're, they're actually doing, because I told them what Vimeo? What what? Vimeo? Did you say yeah. Vimeo? Same thing? Hell, okay. English. Okay. okay. English no. is not my first. No. But, uh, <laughs> but I remember telling them what Dave did a while back is Dave did ask the podcast live, you know, live. And that way they have one place to go to with this Vimeo or whatever it's called. Sure. And that way, they, that way they can tweet that out instead of the Facebook or whatever, you know, and I told them to do that. So um, the best way do you think these guys can promote each individual podcast host that would do good for the whole main character in the game. It, it sounds to me, Michael, like they're just setting up a network. I don't know if it'd be any, Dave, I don't know if it'd be any different than network. In other words, they would have a master network. Like in my case, it's the average guy.tv, Dave's power of podcasting.com. That could be his, where that is, where that's at. 
And then, um, and then they just have their shows underneath it. Well, I'm getting some scratching. Is that? I don't know what that is. To be honest, okay, it must be Michael. It must be Michael. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, Michael, I don't think it's any different than setting up a network for them. Okay. So they have a master URL, and they all. I don't know, Dave. What else do you? What else? Well, I do mean, you think? at the beginning of the show, I say Jim is joining us from theaverageguy.tv, and right. I'm coming from schoolofpodcasting.com. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach. So the right. the brand is Ask the Podcast Coach. A little shout right. outs to you know the other mini brands, and we go from there. I don't know that you need to overthink it, you know, because yeah. because okay. in both our cases, we're all about helping podcasters, you know, reach and grow their audience and understand the tech and you know that whole nine yards. So yeah, no, I I don't yeah have them have a. Network, they go up underneath it. I don't think it's too difficult. Yeah. Okay. And on a on a note of security, so and this might be a more of a gym question, I don't know, but uh so if you're setting up a website, is shared hosting or uh static IP or whatever else you call it, the other one, which one's better for the security if you want to set up one site secure and if you have another domain name, let's say you got Michael L, you know, whatever. And then you have uh, the pizza guy coming in on a page, uh, the flower lady come on another page, but the same, the website itself is yeah, in place. It doesn't matter. Um, what's important is that the site is secured with an SSL certificate so that it's right. HTTPS. None of that other stuff matters, whether it's shared hosting okay. or dedicated hosting or dedicated IP or a shared IP. None of that stuff matters. Um, okay. What matters is the site certificate. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so, I got the things so I figured, you know, but I, I, but instead of building a whole different bunch of pages, because I tried building the page and so, yeah, I'm not a web builder, right? So, but, but I understand that I can have a brand at the top, right? And have other stuff come in. Sure. On yeah. The same, but to still bring to the Ask the Podcast Coach yep. thing, you know, and yeah. bring. It's a, it's and a, this I, is an exercise, Michael. This is an exercise in marketing, not technology. So yeah. it's just about how you bring all these things together. Yeah, that's it's that's how you do it. You gentlemen look strikingly handsome this morning. Just wanted to say that. Thanks, man. <laughs> you as well. Enjoy your time in Texas, my friend. Oh yeah, I just had a, I just had one heck of a breakfast, man. They had all kind of onions and peppers in it and all that. Yeah. Okay. And it's working pretty. Sounds nice. good, Michael. Good to see you, man. Be safe. Right, come come back you. to Omaha safely. You bet. All right. We'll see you. Take care. Uh, wow. I forgot. It's the first of the month. So we want to take a quick second to thank our awesome supporters. Uh, and these are the people that are nice enough to, uh, give us $20 a month. People like Greg at debtshepherd.com, Glenn, the geek Hebert at horse radio network.com. If you have any questions about horses, that is the place to go. Josh rivers at podcasting experiments.com. Max Trescott at AviationNewsTalk.com, Shane at Spybrary.com, Carrie Bond at KeyWestPerspective.com slash podcast, uh, Ronsley down in Australia at MustAmplify.com, Carl White at LifeInTheCarolinasPodcast.com, Kim Kragy at Toastmasters101.net, and in a minute we will talk about our $10 supporters. But uh, thanks to everyone. Again, go to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome. Um, this, this red circle has me intrigued. Oh, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's, Man. um, let me see if I can, it's, there's not much to it. That's the, here's the thing about no. it. 
Um, yeah, I don't think I, I, uh, cause it's get red circle, right? Isn't that? Yeah. Get, yes. Uh, yes. Get red circle.com is yeah. what's interesting about it is let me see if it'll let me log in. Like there's so much missing that I was just like, yeah. you gotta be kidding me. Um, all right. So if we go back here, uh, doggone it. I had it. Yes. Share that screen. So here's what it looks like. And like my analytics, cause what they want you to do is redirect your feed. So this is, this is my anchor feed. So I put my anchor feed in here. And so you, you get, you know, meh kind of stats. Okay. If I go to analytics, I can see what device, what app, you know, what country, what operating system and what podcast, if you have multiple things, but this is the big deal. If you want to, I could find a podcast partner. I don't know how. uh, So if I go here and say, look, this is health. So if I said health and anyway, um, so if I click on this weekly audience is 100 to 1000 listeners and they have 58 episodes and I could propose a cross promotion. That's where I that's where I brought this up. Mm, Gotcha. But here's the thing. If I go into my podcast, so here's where are my episodes? Uh, is the co- is the cross promotion automatic? In other words, is it no, going to be a pre roll or it's it just puts that, the two of you together? That I don't know. But here's like okay. you don't have you don't have a website. There's no place for me to go to say here if you want to subscribe to the show, go here. And then here's here's my episode. So if I go uh, episode details again, it's it's just showing the. It's, I don't know, it might be different if I created an episode here, which I'm not, I haven't done that yet, but I'm like, see, I can't remember how I did it. Somewhere in here, there's a place where you can embed the player, which I can't find at this point. I thought it was up here. Well, maybe it's this one. (laughs) That's a great title. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Here we go. Um, Get episode media URL. So, okay. It, okay, my URL is, is is saved. So if I paste that, so they do change the name of your file, if that bothers you. But there's no, like, there's no player. Like, mm. so they're assuming, I guess, that I have my own website. They're assuming that I'm using something like PowerPress that I could put into that. So it's kind of like, uh, I get the whole promotion thing, and it seems like they built that out and kind of forgot, I don't know, the actual stuff. The one thing I'm wondering here is, do they have a 301 redirect? Let's let's type in 301 here. We'll do this live. Okay. Could could you could this be a secondary place though for your for your? Um, Can you upload? Is, is is it all or nothing with them? It seems like it's all or nothing because okay. for me, oh, I see we have somebody coming online here. Um, it's it's interesting, like. The promo swap is going to happen based on how many downloads you get. Well, you'd have to put, like, if I was using Libsyn, how do I put that file into Libsyn so that you get my download? So it's they really want you to redirect the feed, and I'm not redirecting my feed anywhere. Mm -mm. That, uh, but let's uh, let's bring Brandon on. Hey, what's your question? Uh, so it's it's it might be twofold here. Uh, I appreciate the the line is there a way to get more engagement from listeners or are we plagued with you have to be really good or really bad like you know i I think i have 
a decent amount of subscribers, but I never hear from them. You know, mm. it's only the people that I know when I started the show. So any mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Well, how do you end your show? Uh, we list off every way to get a hold of us. We start with just the website and we say, hey, we can find us like seven different ways. If you have any confusion, here's where it is. But the email, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, right. Twitter, all of it. Go ahead, do you Jim. have one? Hold on, Dave. Do you have one that's more successful than the others? I'd say Facebook probably has the most followers, okay. but Twitter gets the most just reactions, but never really any text. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, number one, when you give them 13 different ways on about number four, their eyes roll in the back of their head. Yeah. So that's why I have school of podcasting.com slash contact. And if you go there, you'll see my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, my email, my voicemail and my speak pipe. So any way you want to contact me, I'm there. But the other thing is, if I just say, hey, if you have any comments, School of podcasting.com slash contact. But if I say, do you suffer from imposter syndrome? I would love to hear from you. So if I give them a specific question to answer, as opposed to what are your thoughts? Okay. That might help too. Michael Hyatt used to be the king of this. He would have a, he would do a, a podcast on a subject. That's he would do a podcast on a subject. And at the end he would say, so today we talked about how, your boss can drive you crazy and how you can deal with that. You know, have you ever had a boss that drove you crazy? So he asked a very specific question. He would say, now he, a lot of times would say, leave it in the comments. Um, And he had a huge comment stream and eventually he had to turn off his comments, which is a really great problem to have. But, um, you know, tell them exactly what to do. And as opposed to, Hey, if you have any thoughts on this, you know, like it, love it. We'd love to hear eh, that. You got to give them something. Jim, does that sound like a good idea to you? Yeah. Brandon, how are you responding when you do get comments? What, how are you responding back? Um, the same venue that they reached out the first time. So if it's a Twitter comment saying, Hey, thanks for the line. I, I reply to a hundred percent of them, even if it's just okay. an acknowledgement saying, Hey, good. thanks. I also found out you can transfer voicemails from your cell phone uh, to your computer so I said, hey, I'm not going to give out my phone number, but if you have it, go ahead and leave me a voicemail with your response. I'll put it in the show, too. Or, you know, I tried that most recently with another episode saying, hey, if if you have something to say on this topic, please go ahead and send it in. And I almost every single one of them was a voicemail that someone personally knew to yeah. knew me yeah. through. Are you playing those at all uh, on your show? Uh, yes, yeah, so I've tried that twice so far. I've been uh, the show is a little over a year now. So okay. two episodes, I've said, hey, let's do just fan reactions to something. Mm-hmm. And um, those by far were the, the most popular, most favorite. Yeah. No, they when you read them or when you play them. And if, if you have a segment that uh, I, I know I listen to a bunch of podcasters that do this, they kind of have the, the beginning of the show segment is reserved for feedback okay. so that it's getting because people love to hear their own feedback being played or being read, right? That's super important that the audience that they don't think they're emailing and it's dying in your email box or it's not getting any recognition, right? So I think you, you would be wise to get that audience engagement up. I don't, I don't know if audience, like, I don't know if, if it's, that's the be all end all for your show, right? Just keep doing what you're doing. The other thing, the other thing that you have to kind of do is create a little bit of controversy. Like if you want to get, if you want to spark conversation, it can't, it can't be an echo chamber of yes, 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 yes. You have to kind of say some things 
you know, for a while, uh, I, I got known around this community as the as the non mix minus guy. Like I would every time mix minus came up, right, Dave? Remember mm-hmm. those days? Yeah. You don't need mix minus, and it would create a little bit of controversy, right? You, you, you kind of need to build a little bit of that in, I think, and, and give them something to rally for or against. Okay. Yeah, you it know. can't be. Yeah, so, who loves donuts? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, we all love donuts. Yeah, right? nobody's okay, gonna be like that. Just died. Yeah, yeah. That's but say out. donuts are health food. Now yeah, you've yeah. got like, see, now you've got something brand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate. It. I try to be true to myself. I'm just, I'm too nice of a guy, and I know that I just won't take a stance or create that controversy. And I'm actually trying to work uh, on that. To you have to, to yeah, have to have an opinion. You have to have an opinion. If if you're gonna, if you try to please everybody, you're gonna please nobody. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm I'm the anti-free media host guy. Why? Because I've seen <laughs> six companies now go out of business because free is not a business model. So, yeah, right. You know, um, yeah. Question two, Brandon. Uh, well, it, uh, it's kind of about logos. So just switch the topic a little bit here. What should your logo convey or what should it really say about your show, if anything? That's a great question because it's I think the answer is as varied as the number of colors there there are yeah. available. Right. Okay. Dave, what do you think? <clears throat> that's that's a really good question, because like if I have a cartoon of me holding a microphone, does cartoon equal professional or does it look more casual or, you know, I would try to tie it in with your website. So, like, the blue, if anybody ever wonders why the websites I do are blue, because all my logos are in blue or purple or whatever you okay. want to call that color. So, I just kind of try to tie it in so that when they go from the podcast to the website, I think it's cool if everything kind of matches as opposed to, you know, there's a pineapple on the logo and then you go there and, like, everything's a banana. And you're like, wait, is this the right website? I will say this. Don't put a microphone unless you're doing a podcast about podcasting. I know. I think that's kind of overdone. If you okay. are part of the brand, put your face out there. Um, even if you, you know, even if you don't look like a supermodel. I, I think brand consistency and simplicity is super important. Yeah. So like, like, you know, right here is the home gadget geeks logo, right? For me, I've been using that for four years. Pretty much. Once you see it, you're like, Oh, okay. So it, when it, shows up in front of you, you know where you've landed, right? One of the things, you know, I spend a lot of time, they're not a sponsor, but I have these, you know, these are my favorite mugs. Pretty recognizable, right? Not the most aesthetically nice looking logo, just to be 100% honest, when you really look at this thing, oh, on yeah. you, you're kind of like, what the hell is that thing? Like, It took me a, know? I had to, I think I read about it, that somebody said, that's a mermaid. I go, what? Yeah, it does it sell coffee? It doesn't matter. It's such a strong brand now that when you see this, you have brand right. awareness. So, Brandon, I would say this is this is where it's worth spending a bunch of money to get someone who thinks about this to create a whole brand for you. And then don't pay for it again. So you're going to pay 500 bucks, let's say, to have somebody design a whole bunch of stuff for you that all goes together and you'll get a whole bunch of digital assets with it, right? You'll get album art, you'll get, you know, the stuff to put on Facebook, you get all that stuff from them and then use the crap out of it, put it everywhere and get that brand known. Like that's the, that's the thing. So when people see it, they get that Pavlovian effect where they see it and they start going, it's the same reason you use the same bumper music all the time. Cause when they hear it, they go, Oh, I know where I've landed. Right. Right. I I know where I'm at. It's comfort. Like it's, it's repeatable. 
Same thing with with uh, visual brand. Yeah, you okay. want to make sure they know when they get there. And the other thing you might think about just for long term is, is this going to work on a coffee mug? Like the, the school of podcasting has that microphone, but that microphone has this like cross stitching pattern. And, and that in itself is a cartoon that I'm like, that's not going to work well on a t-shirt. It's like, okay. that's why I'm actually having that somewhat redone. Um, so you might want to think about, okay, this is a cool logo. I can use this in my album art, like right behind me right now. There's Glenn. Glenn has those three letters, the HRN and that little horse microphone thingy, both yeah. those. He can take both those and it's like a cool little, like, this is my Glenn flag, uh, because they're super recognizable. So, and same thing with the color. He has that red color that he can kind of put it on his website and, uh, it, it doesn't have to be, I mean, you think about, uh, Nike has a swoosh. The Rolling Stones have a tongue. You know, there are certain logos that it doesn't have to be super complicated. In fact, that's like Jim said, it's one of the things usually they're super simple. Yeah. Yeah. But they've driven into the ground. Yeah. Like they have, they have marketed that thing to death, which is what you want in marketing. Like you want it everywhere. You want people, this hat that's behind me right here is our UNO Maverick hat from, from UNO. Nobody knows what it is because it's a, it's a local, unless you're in Omaha, right? It's a local kind of brand. But they put it on everything. And so, you know, you should on all your sites and all your album art and all in everything, you should have that that consistent brand. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. I had an original one that uh, somebody threw together. He was like a friend of mine for free. And I was like, this is hugely copyrighted because it's a sports show. Yeah. And he just used the school logos. And so I, I had the fortune of yeah, somebody recently getting it redone. But I was like, well, as long as we can avoid infringing on the school so they don't come after me or whatever uh, yeah. we'll be fine you where, do not want that <laughs> yeah where can people find your show uh floridafocuspodcast.com there we go florida focus yep yes sir is that right florida focus okay awesome all right brandon all right. thanks for jumping in man great great Thank to meet you. you have a great day you bet take care it's a great question that second question is the important one yeah when you by get the way you want more go- listeners yeah that's the key that's the key right there's your brand <laughs> yeah that's it and just keep promoting it that's the thing um People we want to promote are our $10 supporters. Uh, awesome people like uh, Jeffrey Halish over at Podnuts. That's with a Z. Uh, Jonathan Bloom at weeklyawesome.com. Michael Delaney at uh, Baby Mountain Radio or Caregivers for Dementia. Nick Suberling Subs at uh, CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. Uh, Sean Park at BeYourOwnNerd.com. Barry Kessler at BarryKessler.com. Jay Cleveland Payne, who was in the chat room earlier at uh, MoreBetterMedia.com. And uh, we'll go ahead and blow through our $5 supporters as well. Uh, awesome people like Corey Finneran. I was wearing my Ivy Envy shirt uh, yesterday. Eric Hunley at unstructured.podbean.com. Illiquity at travelglutenfree.me. Jason E. Curtis at cuatx.com. Jeremy Dennis at transmissionspodcast.com. Some guy named Jim Collison at theaverageguy.tv. Joel Solsihai at stackingbenjamins.com. Joe Taylor at onfaithsedge.com. Kim Slusher at distractedlifepodcast.com. And we just saw him. You know him. You love him. Michael Ray, as well as uh, Rob Griffiths at bedtime.fm. Master Cauldron at cauldronscript.com. Rob Griffith. You can find him at bedtime.fm. If you throw in a slash story time or slash peace out, that'll get you to his podcast. Troy Heinrichs at the blacklistexposed.com. Kyle Bondo at gagglepod.com. He also does a new show called Podwrecked. That's all about, it's kind of like an organized version of Ask the Podcast Coach. They're talking about the uh, the podcast industry, but they have more of like, this is the topic we're going to talk about. We're here. We just kind of go 
based on what people jump in and say. Uh, Matthew over at scottishpodcast.com, Chris Holofield at iamsaltlake.com, Ed Ryan from Podcasting for Radio Dummies. Super hard brand, by the way. I mean, you sing that thing every time, Dave. That's great branding, (laughs) right? It's caught on. And his his new season two, he's had some really good because now he's in the first step. The first season was interviewing podcast peeps. Now he's interviewing radio peeps, uh, which is really cool. Ross Brand at LivestreamUniverse.com and Ryan P. Jackson at MyPerfectPodcast.com. And later on, we'll uh, hit our one dollar supporters. But uh, again, go to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome. But yeah, Ed's been uh, he had he started off with uh, Tom Webster. Then he had uh, Mr. Jacobs from Jacobs Media, and then he just had the guy that's really, really good. And I can see Steve something, uh, but he was really, they're all really good. And they're all kind of saying the same thing. Podcasting and radio, not the same thing, which we've all kind of been saying. And well, when, uh, I, when I first heard that jingle that he has, you kind of go, that's a little cheesy. Like, mm, that's yeah. a little old school radio kind right. of thing. But I often find some of the most over the top marketing is that which is the most successful. Like if you're not a little uncomfortable by it, you're kind of like, oh, it's probably not going to do anything. It's going to be middle of the road. I can't remember um, um, the name of the company, but I can remember their jingle um, here in Cleveland. It's Garfield one, two, three, two, three, Garfield one, two, three, two, yeah. three, dink. And it's like, you yeah. know, or if you hear... Oh, you know, something on ABO is HBO is going to start or, you know, bing, bing, bing. Why can I sing today? Uh, NBC. Okay. You get yeah, the no, point. Those, those little things. Yeah. Darwin Dave has a great question from dealing with my grief. Does anyone use a portable charger for backup power for your audio recorder? I have a Zoom H6. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it damages the recorder because it's still whatever it is. I always wonder. I don't have never dug into this. You know, you have like the 5.2 and then the 2.1. Mm hmm. And, USB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, I'm, I'm the same just, thing. I, I just know the 5.2 or 5.1 or whatever it is charges things a whole lot quicker than the 2.1. Cause it's more amps. Yeah. And it, it, like, it matters what's on the receiving end and what's on the sending end. And ideally if they're both that higher voltage that that'll charge faster, yeah. doesn't have to be though. They'll, they'll figure it out. You know, your, your mileage might vary. These portable batteries are super cheap right now, by the way, be careful with the ultra cheap ones that they made. <laughs> They may not last very long or explode on you. So, so be really, really careful with them. But a good, you know, 10,000 or above for a device like that, always having with you and always having it charged, not a bad idea. Yeah. Jason Bryant says, I absolutely use one for my H6 on the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. should carry a couple. If you're doing a lot of this remote and you can't guarantee your power for under a hundred bucks, you could probably have three really good batteries. Yeah. I, that, uh, you know, uh, Randy Cantrell says it works fine. I got a USB power brick, much cheaper than a bunch of batteries. Absolutely. And it's also cheaper. It's also easier than trying to find, like, let's say you have some sort of converter that you can plug into the wall, which is great. But a lot of times if you're at a conference, like finding electricity or an airport or that you're going to do an interview at the airport, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't have, have <laughs> twice it's like but it well and it's just one that's like hey i'm at the airport because if people are wondering why you know guess that it goes goes on in the background they're gonna no, i didn't i didn't do an interview i actually hosted the show i was sitting in a chair <laughs> at the airport with a headset 
And and it, did, it was in the early days of Home Gadget Geeks when I would never miss an episode for anything. You know, right. you have that that enthusiasm and you're like, oh, it's Thursday. We're going to do it. So I had a Thursday night flight. I actually got to the airport early, did the show. We moved it up a little bit, did the show, the whole thing, hour and right. some change. From the airport. From the airport. Yeah. Wow. Those, uh, those bricks, those battery bricks. If you can get the kind that have the little charger indicator or the little, the charge indicator, how much is left. Those are really, really handy because you're in the middle of an interview and you're thinking, okay, am I going to need to swap this thing out? Um, you know, or, or how much charge is left? It's not a bad idea to get one that has lights. Jim, do you have any suggestions? I just go, I mean, go to Amazon and, and search. I mean, my favorite one right now is the one I got in a swag bag at social yeah. media marketing world. Now they're giving them away because it holds like a huge charge. And, and exactly what Jim said is I can see how many bars I have left on this when I plug something in. So Anchor who or Anchor A N K E R is a kind of a famous technology brand on Amazon that is making kind of mid-range uh devices like this, right? Not the most expensive, not the least, but pretty dependable. Yeah, I mean, um, wow, here's a really cool. I mean, 54 bucks for yeah. Okay, here it charges most smartphones over 6 times or a tablet 2 times. For an average of nine days. See, that's what we really need. Like, how how much can I rely on this thing to to do that? And unfortunately, I'm in. What happened to my? I don't have my. Oh, here it is. I'm going to say, where's my Amazon affiliate link? That's something that's interesting. That's something that I wanted to do this week that I didn't. And that is, uh, I'm back on Amazon, and they sent me a link to their policies, and I really seriously want to take out their policies, print it highlight it and then call them on the phone. I will probably record that, but I can't release it because that's not kosher. But I really want to make sure because here's the thing that's amazing. Because of so many prime users, my affiliate already is I've already made more in affiliate sales this month than I have in probably the past two. If we take out the road procaster, because when people buy those I make fifteen bucks. But yeah, so I it's it's interesting that they just keep letting and again, I'm using the exact same email. It's it's kind of weird. So but yeah, these uh to get back to the battery back, these are actually I haven't looked at these in a long time. They're actually yeah. getting cooler and cooler. No, there's some really cool ones. And battery technology's gotten a little bit better. So you're getting more power. Um it, back in the day, you know, four thousand, six thousand, eight thousand, that was kind of the standard. Then they broke ten, so ten, twelve, sixteen. And now um, many of them are in the 20s. So you're, you're seeing, uh, um, you know, 20, 26. So that's a lot of juice. Um, just be very, very careful with them, by the way. And when you fly with them, I think you have to, there's some things you have to do, right? When you're flying with batteries well, now, you can't pack them in the bags or well, something. Well, the one I just put in the, in the chat room says, can be taken on an airplane in your carry-on luggage. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, I uh, that is sounds like something you have to uh, to look into at least. Yeah, so, as, you're, as you're taking those for yeah. sure. Uh, from the chat room, hey, I'm from Brazil. We don't have consolidated tradition on podcasting in on my country. Just messaging to let you know how important Ask the Podcast Coach is. Well, thank you, sir. A cons- you are you are welcome. Yeah, I'm glad to hear all the way from Brazil. Great fun. But uh, what's not dead is our awesome supporters that are nice enough to give us a buck a month. We deeply appreciate it. We're talking about Adam Higgins at um, odddadoutpodcast.com, Anthony over at rot66podcast.com, Audio Dice Network at audiodice.net, 
uh, Barb over at anchor.fm slash Barb T USA. Brandon Schultz at seahawkerspodcast.com. Football season is right around the corner. David Wilson at Ottawa Works. Dan at based on a true story podcast.com. Emily Prokop, better known as I think it's nope, that's not Emily. It's like we were talking, oh, I can't find like Emily. She's gone. There she is. Oh, I can't. It's it's massive chaos here. We got like three of those yeah. all at once. And I can't get that to stop, whatever it is. Uh, Garrett over at uh, utrmedia.org. Gary and Margaret at beekeepingpodcast.com. Craig at inglaspodcast.com. And we do want to give a shout out to Craig, our deepest sympathies on the passing of his father. Uh, Chris and Brandon over at, hey, we just met him at floridafocuspodcast.libson.com. Uh, International Latin Podcast Awards. I wore their short their shirt yesterday. LatinPodcastAwards.com. James at creepykingdom.com. Jeff at Disney Coast to Coast. Now Disney is spelled with a Z. Disney. Uh, Jason at TVTimes3.com. That is T H R E E. And Jason, if I was you, I would buy the TV Times Three, like the number three dot com as well. Uh, Jay Pool at PotsterPodcast.com. It looked like Post Tire. Tire podcast. So it's potsterpodcast.com. John at soberspeak.com. John has, was had a great interview on podcast junkies. Uh, if you haven't heard that, Lucas at triangle tactical.net. Uh, Josh Liston at on the bubble.com. Mark over at resourcefuldesigner.com. He's also at podcast branding.co. Uh, Mike Moody at create pod ATX. That's a podcast about the art of podcasting. Uh, Patrick Keller at the big seance podcast.com Paul at fighting through podcast.co.uk. It's a warm uh, memoir. Uh, Randall black at randallblack.com. Ryle Davis, Jr. Steve sleeper at earn.show Sean at clarineat.com. Uh, Wayne Henderson at media voiceovers.com Cody Sison. And last but not least, Zach Webb at serious about tech.com. So thank you to all our awesome subscribers. Again, you can um, join in on the fun at uh, ask the podcast coach.com slash awesome. So while you were reading those, Dave, we've been discussing the uh, milliamp average or milliamp. Nice. Yeah. Milliamp hour. I think is what it is. Uh, that can go into these and uh, 2,700 seems to be, uh, or no, I'm sorry, 27,000 seems to be the maximum, at least to, as I did some quick searching. Uh, somebody in the chat room said 30. So I would say anything 25 or above, you probably need to be careful of of taking it along with you on a plane. But t- typically a 15, a 16 to 20 is pretty powerful. So you, if, you, if you're in that range, and they're pretty small now, they're only about yeah. that big for that size. So. And if you combine that, with some fingernail clippers, man, you can take down the plane. That's the one that always gets me. I'm like, fingernail clippers? Really? Yeah, you never know. You never so know. I will but take you down with my some, awesome fingernail clippers. Some good conversation. Hey, as we close this out, Dave, I have a question for you. Are All stickers right. are stickers still a thing? Like, I found these. Oh. I was cleaning out something the other day, and I found these. I had made them like two years ago. I have a few extra of them left, but are they still a thing? Like are people I'm laughing. I'm looking for my iPad. It's literally sitting right in front of me. <laughs> they are for me. Yeah. You know, so I guess I need to get you an, uh, a home gadget geek. Sticker oh, absolutely. For that yeah. yeah. I think they're more fun. I don't what I, it's funny. Okay. I don't know yeah, why she, she's she didn't know that one. She, she didn't know, know that, that one. one. Uh, I'm getting ready to order new business cards and I'm kind of like, I give them out, but I, if they're like me, I have a big stack of business cards on my 
my desk that I always go, I need to put those into Evernote. And then eventually I will grab them all, go through them and go, I don't remember these people and pitch them because, um, which is bad, but on a, on occasion, that's where I, uh, I might on the new version of the cards, leave space on the back for people to write stuff. So, but, um, yeah. So I think stickers are better than in terms of brand. Are they still in? Are they still in? Like they were really popular for a while. I, mean, I know. I, have them, I know I they're more in than the rubber bracelets. Remember when that was all the rage? Uh, because I haven't worn. I don't think I've ever worn. Oh, look at you. See, there's the there's the back of my. This is the back of my surface. So, but I don't know if they're in anymore. I don't know chat room. I was going to say chat room in or out stickers. Yeah. And then Jason says, "Yeah." Chris Nessie says, "Teachers love stickers." Jason Bryan, laptops love stickers. So do iPads, apparently. Um, yeah, my, my, to, while you're coming back, my laptop is so, or my surface is so full of stickers. They're starting to overlap, overlapping of overlapping. Right. Yeah. So I'm, it's kind of a whole thick layer. Yeah. Oh, see, there's always one person. Randy yeah. Cantrell says yeah. they're out. Well, he's an old guy like me. So <laughs> we'll have to see how that, we'll have to see if that's actually true. <laughs> you, you never know. Uh, but you never and know. If so what replaced them? That's the, that's the big question that, so you know, but if you do, I have you sticker mule. I think if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash sticker mule, that's who made my little ad. I have school of podcasting stickers. So, um, and then James says, I now have a wall on my office, but stickers, numerous podcasting stickers and soon bar top. So he will have stickers on everything. So a couple, a couple of years ago, we had a team go out, they were a running team and they were going out doing this race and they had bought stickers for their team and they were sticking them on the porta potties and all these things as they were running on this race. It was a really long race. The race director said, you got to stop or we're going to fine you. So wow. you gotta be careful where you put your stickers. Yeah, that's <laughs> Don't true. put them, don't put them on the porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jim, what's coming up on the average guy.tv? Yeah, we just celebrated 400 this week. Yeah. So I've, I've never done 400 of anything in my life uh, consistently. So, 400 is uh, coming out later on today on the average guy.tv. We'll probably dig into that in the uh, in the post show. Yeah, I can't stay for too much of it. I have a birthday party I got to go oh, to. So, if you're at- listening live, Jason Bryant, just saying, and you want to jump in for the post show, this would be a good post show to jump into. <laughs> Look at you with your priorities in order. That's uh, it's my granddaughter. I got to go. Oh, dude, birthday. that's. That's awesome. Uh, On the School of Podcasting, at least in my notes, uh, we will be talking about doing pre-interviews. I have an interview later on this afternoon with a guy that did one on that. And uh, so we'll be talking about that. And Iron Man will be appearing in the post show as well. He's in the green room. So which uh, we're looking forward to that. You may not want to leave, Jim. I know it's your birthday and all. But uh, so that's coming up. Thanks to everybody. We're here every Saturday, except next week. Because Dave will be at Purdue. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Maybe what I'll do is I'll put out this show next week when there's no show. Mm. There's an eye. That gets us all caught up. Good call. Stick around for some post show. We'll be right back.